What's up, guys? Today on the podcast, we have Neil Ritchie. He is the co-CEO and co-founder of Prospero Hub. Uh, they're based in the UK. Really, really interesting chat with somebody who came from a kind of a technical background uh, in the ERP world, um, then migrated to the inbound methodology. And now for the last couple of years, um, they've been running Prospero Hub. We really dig into um, the whole idea of RevOps and how they're selling their services around HubSpot and not just the implementation piece. Um, really dig into how companies can get more value out of HubSpot, how they can use HubSpot for alignment. Really, really interesting conversation, and I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Welcome to the DubSpot Partner Podcast, where we chat to HubSpot partners about how they deliver outstanding value to their customers in an evolving technology landscape. And now live from HubSpot EMEA HQ in Dublin, here's your host, Luke Curry. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the DubSpot Partner Podcast. Uh, you're very welcome here today. I've got my my guest out there. And you guys are based in London, Neil, aren't you? Yeah, we're based in the UK. Yeah, that's okay. right. Perfect. So I've got Neil Ritchie on the line here of Prospero Hub. You're very well, welcome, uh, Neil. How's, how's things over there? Yeah, things are great. Things are great. Thanks for having us, Luke. Really looking forward to chatting to you about all things HubSpot. Yeah, exactly. And the idea here is to kind of give the, the listener a good idea about what you guys are doing. Um, really interesting uh, business as well when I was doing some research on the on the uh, on your website and everything like that it seems like it's one of those businesses that's gone all in on hubspot where it's kind of there's no messing around it, there's if somebody comes to your website they're not thinking that you guys are doing anything else right that's the that's the main uh the main kind of drive is that on purpose is that where what the uh, the basis of the business is yeah you're absolutely right it's um it's entirely about hubspot every client we have uh, has hubspot um and every every conversation we have with new prospects, HubSpot is absolutely at the, the core of that. So, uh, yeah, we, we drank the Kool-Aid and went all in in HubSpot. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to see. And I think uh, if I look at the, and I think maybe this might be uh, a product of, of the, the company being uh, so young. When did you guys get st- started with the Prospero Hub? So Prospero Hub was, was uh, created um, in 2018. Okay. Um, but it, it, was the, it was the culmination, if you like, of a, a HubSpot journey that started in 2015. Okay. Um, and uh, and a tech career that started twenty years ago. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the the business was was born. My my, my background was in was in uh, taking to market ERP and, and CRM solutions. Uh, you know, going back kind of late nineties, early nineties. Yeah. Uh, so been in and around that whole whole tech space for for quite some time. And uh, we we created a business which uh, at that time. You know, going back to you know early noughties, if you like the the whole marketing landscape was 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 certainly very simple in the in the reseller space. We were a, we were a, a, a dynamics AX reseller at that time. Okay. So we we set up a business to support the tech industry with with their lead gen, um, and uh, that 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 business went went very well. It was largely a, a, a kind of inside sales SDR uh, type okay. type work. And uh, I remember being inbound actually that <clears throat> probably first or second year, and there was a parody of cold calling Kevin. Yeah. And I thought, God, I really don't fit in here. <laughs> I've got an entire business of cold calling Kevins. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it's a it's a funny one because I, I I was the same as when I when I came to um, uh, HubSpot. The, I drank the Kool Aid as well on the inbound marketing and stuff like that. And I actually came from a, a SaaS business that had that just happened to have some of the the best inbound marketers. I've ever worked with still like they were really uh high-end uh, and i was a salesperson there and the leads that we'd get were 
you know, it, they were great leads and it was a really great setup. So when I went to HubSpot, I was like, I've seen this work in practice. So I, I didn't have to, I, I was an easy convert when I was over there in Boston doing my training. I'm like, this is great. This yeah. is going to change the world. And um, because, you know, the cold calling, I, I actually think that there's a there's a place for cold calling or reaching out to people and trying to connect with, connect with them. Um, you know, I think that there is a place for that. But if you're going to do it at scale, these days you need to build relationships over time with people and inbound's kind of kind of good for that yeah. you're, you're absolutely right i think that not, nothing will ever replace uh, an in-person conversation you know yeah. hopefully in the same room as we hopefully march back towards being allowed to do that yeah. but um i think you're right i think having as a salesperson having that that connection that that one-to-one uh, is critically important but uh during the period of, of that of that business, the, the culture of, of of sales changed dramatically. The the ability to have those conversations changed dramatically, and uh, this this kind of leads into you know what why we went all in because I, I tried to morph that business into a, a as we called it direct and digital uh, model where where we, we, we brought both together, um, and uh, we, we we gradually started started realizing that the model we had wasn't the right model. And uh, we, we, we saw the, the HubSpot project really, you know, perform well. Um, I was an early convert, you know, we, we, we became a partner in 2015. And uh, I, I could vividly see the, the future as to how sales and marketing was, was going to change. Um, and uh, it was actually in a conversation with Ed, Ed Byrne, uh, again, at Inbound one year, where we, we spoke about building a business that was entirely HubSpot related and could 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 deliver at that time the conversation was very much deliver HubSpot at volume um and uh, that's a small part of our business which is is the HubSpot scaled onboarding yeah um but uh, yeah go basically focusing entirely bu- building the Prospero Hub brand to be entirely HubSpot centric has been a has been a great decision and something that just clicked with me there is I've I've spoken to a lot of partners over the years in HubSpot. Uh, first, first in the direct team when I was leading the charge in the Nordics to work with the partners that we have there with the uh, from a sales point of view, um, and then I've been working with uh, CRM resellers and stuff like that. And it seems that uh, people like yourself and some of the other people I've been talking to on this series are kind of like the next generation of HubSpot adopters, where your background is more in the like you said the the CRM ERP space, and then you came in that way rather than pure marketer uh, campaign driven uh, companies you know it, it seems like there's a, a, a kind of a shift there or a different um, yeah yeah I think, I think you're right we, we actually funnily enough had had both okay because the, the, the first the first part of the of the journey was was actually um, about delivering campaigns okay and trying to deliver them better but as we were doing that and my background having been so selling you know tech like you know we, we need to scale the, the tech sales, sales part of, of, of that business. Um, and that when, when, we, when we developed the concept uh, for Prospero Hub, that, that was very much part of the, the, the journey. We, we, we styled ourselves as a, as a digital business consultancy. Okay. And really what, 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 what that meant, uh, what that means in, in, in the real world is that we, we have a tech business where our, our role is, is about implementing the, the HubSpot uh, tech stack solution and that can be you know hand, quite hands off like with the partner onboarding uh, work that we do for the for the direct team or it can be very detailed and, and full kind of you know enterprise type implementation 
we have a marketing agency where, where we will we will deliver those those services, the, the marketing services, but we have a business process re-engineering team who go in and re-engineer all of those, all of the business processes to align the, the sales process, whether that's a a funnel, a flywheel, or a bow tie, which depends who we're talking to. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's a okay, so in that case, it's a full stack in, in the in a true sense there, because there's the engineering part and then the the creative as well to kind of make it make the make the campaigns happen. That's really interesting. And you mentioned uh, in the the kind of the pre chat that we had uh, this idea of uh, rev ops or you know th- this type of thing. What how would you just describe that to people, or how do, how does that come in uh, yeah. with HubSpot? Well, I, I, I guess RevOps is a very kind of tech industry type, uh, you know, SaaS type sales um, uh, approach. What, what we're finding, and we're, we're absolutely passionate about it, we, and you've been able to use technology processes and people to, to drive uh, better revenue and, and, and get, to, get to revenue more, more quickly is... is really what our, our clients are coming to us from. When we're talking to, you know, an MD uh, or sales director or CMO even, you know, they're, they're not thinking, I need to go out and buy a RevOps platform and a RevOps service. They're thinking, how do we improve the business? How do we grow grow better, grow more, yeah. you know, get, get better quality of, of profit through the business? And and our, our, our entire sales process is about talking about that very initial, you know, top of the funnel, if you like, engagement and, and how do we, Build that that build a data set, build a you know ideal fit um, a, a CRM database for them, and then align their sales, their marketing, their customer service teams around how they're going to go to market. You know what do they what do they deliver to their to their clients that we need to be taking taking to to market? And I think you know RevOps is for us is all about aligning what marketing and sales, customer service, and the exec are, are yeah. trying to do. And often we find, you know, as is well documented, you know, exec think the company's doing one thing, but each individual team are doing another. Marketing think they, they impact every deal that closes. Sales thinks marketing impact none of them. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. we, we, our, our job is, you know, no, one, no one's doing, doing bad work. It's just not aligned work. Yeah. And we've, we've got to bring that into a kind of a RevOps model that's, that's programmatic, that's systematic, that's reportable on, and when you start delivering your job in HubSpot, all of the buying insight that it creates just makes it makes it makes it so easy to understand what's working and what's not working. Yeah. Um, and you see real light bulb moments when you're when you're talking to you know leadership teams that are thinking there's a better way to do this. We've got tons of inefficiencies, but I, it's like I can't see I can't see through the cloud. Um, how do we get there? I think you really nailed it there. Alignment is something that it, you can feel it in an organization. It's not just yeah. something that's a, a you know a technical uh, a setup where you know everything is technically aligned, but that type of alignment where people everyone's kind of singing from the same hymn sheet. Yeah. Um, I've yeah. worked in an organization before back like well, it was a different. It wasn't tech. It wasn't technology. It was a investment banking after university, and it was like each department was their own business. They had no relationship yeah. almost with the other one, and then the friction yeah. that that caused was you know crazy like you know so it's yeah. something that i i'm very passionate about as well and sometimes it's hubspot's a, a great it's a great idea because it's going to be bringing different teams together in one platform right um it, and i love that idea i really believe and i think that, that that's a, the best way to go to alignment uh on the other hand it does take some convincing now if you're going to be selling 
five different hubs. That's five different decision makers. You got to get them all together. And uh, yeah. I think that you know, taking your time and making sure that there's a fit for everybody in there. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's a different. It's definitely a different uh, a sales process than when I started on HubSpot when I was a marketing app first, really. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. And you, uh, you know, it's different. You're, you're absolutely right. And and our, our sales process uh, is almost in, almost entirely uh, with the leadership team. You know, there'll be a, there'll be a champion in there who who and and that's we're actually seeing the champions typically a, a, a CRO sales director you know CCO somebody who you know has that that vision over sales and marketing um, but probably has a, a a bent if you like towards towards the sales side of it um, but has but but it's a board level decision yeah. um, because the the board recognise. I've got all of this different tech. I've got all of these different teams. You know, we're we're inefficient. We can't. You know, I've got I've got a reporting team to try and make make sense of all of it. You know, and 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 that that I think you're absolutely right. When we when we started in 2015, taking HubSpot to market, it was talk to the marketing team, get their buy-in. They'd probably been in the HubSpot blog. They got excited because we suggested it, and you know, but momentum grew, grew behind it from there. It's it's now it's now a business platform. And, uh, and and I think the sales are will be far more sticky. The, the, the customers are are going to be get far more value because of that that full business uh, engagement. Hundred percent. And I think the, the stickiness is is, is shown up in the uh, just in our numbers as well. Like once people go HubSpot, it's it's there. That's where they're running their business, which is great to see. Um, it's a little bit harder to switch off four apps than one app you know just even absolutely if, you know and yeah. then there'll be all different teams using it so it's interesting as well you mentioned on the website about the transparency and i thought that this was a really interesting um kind of trend uh in consultancy generally um mm-hmm. i mentioned my uh, my investment banking days talk about cloak and dagger type stuff um transparency was the was the worst possible uh or was definitely not on the on the cards for my bosses and stuff they didn't want anyone to know what was going on but now yeah. This is something that if I'm if I'm going to be hiring a, an age or an age or consultancy to do work, I do want to know what how the sausage made a little bit and what I'm getting yeah. getting for the money. Yeah. How yeah. does that work in, with, with you guys? Do you kind of take everyone along with, on the process, or is there like a, a record, uh, reporting updates? How does that work with Prosper? Prosper? Yeah, so I mean, I mean tr- transparency is, is, and trust is, is absolutely key to it because I think you know the, the work that we're doing is is you know it's akin actually in many ways to you know implementing an ERP solution. In fact, a lot of the functionality that you may have, have managed, you know, like, uh, you know, quotes and, and and product lines and all that good stuff um, is being managed now, you know, more and more in, in the HubSpot platform. So we've got to make sure that there's complete trust and complete tra- transparency across across both organizations and indeed the process. And I think where, where we are actually realigning and, and, and re-engineering, if you like, the the, the whole, you know, marketing, sales, you know, customer service and, and reporting function, there has to be, first of all, complete trust that Prospero Hub has the capability and, and the understanding of, of what we're doing. So we need to be open and transparent about how, where we've done that before and, and, and how we how we deliver that. But also, you know, there's there's lots of, of examples of hiring consultants, if you like, in, in the past where you know, it's a kind of, you know, I'll borrow your watch to tell you the time kind of consultancy and I'm not going to tell you how I do it. And, you know, our, our approach to all of this is we want our clients to be as self-sufficient as possible okay. uh, and, and absolutely not require us for the day-to-day, you know, transactional, you know, work. Yeah. 
we, we would much rather be saying, well, you know, if you've got, you know, budget that you want to spend in optimizing the business, let's look at where it can make a real difference. Let's not worry about, you know, how, how are we going to deliver a, you know, a go-to-market campaign or create content? You know, we, all, all of that's very important, but but we, we encourage our clients to be as self-sufficient as possible. Our marketing agency business can, of course, step in and plug the gaps, yeah. but uh, our, our, our goal is all about driving that revenue and, and being a partner to help them help them achieve that. You know, you really touched on something very interesting there. I had a partner uh, before that was a, a convert from a Salesforce uh, consultancy, and they said yeah. the exact same thing. Because with HubSpot, um, they don't have to kind of swamp all of the, the budget on the actual technical setup and the, the time that's required to fix things if it breaks and stuff like that with Salesforce, all their customers. Uh, they were just spending all the money on the on that kind of the, ta- the the tactical stuff rather than the strategy stuff, right? So now yeah. they're able to kind of step back, see what what the business needs, spend the the money on the stuff that's gonna move the dial for the for the business, yeah. and then the customer is happy as well because they don't have to like they're really seeing you know a, a huge benefit for the or an ROI on what they're what they're um, spending, you know? Uh, absolutely, and I think you know it, it, it's interesting. You know, we we we're just in the process of ripping out Salesforce in, in two two clients, and I think that that whole mentality of you know the the fundamentals are are a lot easier to implement. The baseline is all, already built, if you like, yeah. um, and and I think the there's a recognition in the market now that that you know tech has developed beyond uh, somebody having to come in and knit it all together. You know, you can deploy a platform. You know, I wouldn't quite say out of the box, but certainly, you know, in a in a very standard format. Mm. And the key to it is having having that methodology, and 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 you know, a lot of our work, and the really enjoyable work is that that RevOps bit about helping helping people understand how they're going to use the platform, giving them a process, creating. We we create for all our, all our clients a, a sales and marketing playbook, so that they know from the minute they put you know either you know. Ideal fit customer data in the top, or somebody converts. They know how marketing is going to behave. They know how SDRs are going to behave. They know how sales are going to behave, and, and how, how that process all knits together. And that's the value add. You know, the, the value add is not in you know knowing which screw to turn in, in, in the HubSpot dashboard. You know, yeah. it's 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 about helping them translate in their mind their own business processes and, and improve them. Um, and and that 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 approach actually is a big part of the transparency. You know, the whole how do you migrate data from one system to another system? Well, on HubSpot, it's just so simple. It's so easy. You know, let's not spend 20 grand or 30 grand or 40 grand on, on data migration and, you know, yeah. building tools. Let's 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 do that, you know, in a controlled, succinct manner and then spend 90% of that budget on, on building the upside. 100%. And I think there's it's getting even more like that now where it's getting the consultancy on getting the most out of the platform is where the, the value is. I, th- I saw yep. that with the the upgrade in um, the um, uh, conversational intelligence. I thought that was a big a big uh, a big play on that because you're saying you're getting with that type of um, uh, and for people that are listening that haven't come across that that's a, a way of uh, you know recording and analyzing uh, sales calls. So you for you know for quality control for better uh, coaching, especially for coaching for uh, for people, also for new hires get, getting imagine a database of a huge amount of real sales calls. So it's not these out of the box um, um, role plays that they'd be doing during onboarding for sales, but actual oh. conversations. That's an, that's a, a real asset, but you're going to go into a company um, who's not doing that. And you can't just say, 
this uh, HubSpot has this feature, you have to tell them how they're going to use that and get the most out of it. Uh, you know, and change change their process. Joe, you know, it's one of those it's one of those things that we're that we're kind of going for. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. But and I think when and and this is where we're talking to the exec teams really you know makes a difference when when you can show them uh, you know things like as you say call intelligence. You know who on the call you know had had the you know took up most of their time if you like. You know what keywords were being used, and you can start building a model up. I think. Sales managers struggle uh, so much with with knowing what to coach. It's not a capability, or a, and it's not a you know a desire or, or a lack of desire to coach. It's knowing what to home in on. Mm. Um, and I think that the same with, with exec teams when looking at forecasts and you know there's a lot of well you know sales will tell you that anyway. But if you actually build a, a model that that is is easily easy to understand, it's all in one place. And and you can build the, the the forecast with sensible metrics that everyone subscribes to, and everyone's looking at one version of the truth. Um, then it, it just aligns that that whole business. It keep it keeps everybody, um, you know, knowing what what's working and what's not working. And and that's the what not what's not working piece. I always find really interesting because you know that that that's almost the bit that people fear. It's like, well, well I don't want to be found out for not for it not working, but Actually, what happens is, you know, no, no one's no one's turning up to do a bad job. Yeah, of course. They just don't, they just might not know which bit's not working properly, or, or they don't know where they need help. And this transparency piece, with with certainly in, in the platform, it it, it 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 can tell everybody where, where they need to optimize, where they need to improve, and creating as part of our implementations, creating that culture of of learning, of engagement, of saying right, the system's going to give you all of this great insight, but it's also going to tell you what you're not doing so well. Yes. And we've got to create a culture of um, how do we improve that? How do we stop doing the bits that don't work? Or how do we fix them? Or how do we improve? Um, and, and I find that that's where our, our team, you know, can can get can get involved with with the client side. They're okay. We've always done it this way. I don't I don't know what to do next. Yeah. Um, and so you've got to really have built that trust with 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 the client for them to say, do you know what? Yeah, we're not very good at that. Um, how let's 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 engineer that out of the process. Yeah. Uh, or, or improve it. So, and that—that's the real, real rewarding stuff. It's, you know, the platform's tremendous, um, but seeing people really use it and really get it and, and get hooked, yeah, um, is 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 great. Absolutely, and it helps everybody. It helps if, if if they're seeing real, you know, value in it. It helps HubSpot as an organization. It helps the salespeople who had sold that uh, originally. It helps everybody. So, I think that's great. And the, yeah. I think, like we're we're about to wrap up now, but I, I wanted to leave with the. Uh, with a bit of a picture of you know the the types of projects that you like working on um yep. the the stuff that you think that you guys really shine at what would, if you had to pick like a, a type of project just so people could understand a little bit about where your sweet spot is what would that what type of project would that be yes yeah, so I, I think really it's it's one where an organization is is looking to to develop and improve you know, they 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 know that they need to be be more digital. You know, but what does that mean? Yeah. You know, you get some CEO sitting somewhere thinking, right? You know, uh, sales need to be more digital. Marketing are telling me they've been digital for ages. You know, we need to improve our lead gen, our lead flow. Um, you know, great bunch of people, but we're just not it's just not clicking. Um, and and it, it's always great, and 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 is often the case where, you know, the, the exec team are aware of HubSpot, they're aware of the platform. Uh, Often people have implemented other other platforms in the past, and it's been very expensive and not worked. Um, so that the, these these projects where 
there's a, a kind of healthy degree, I suppose, of cynicism of where, where tech can actually work. Yeah. Um, and, and a real desire to build and improve the business. Um, we're seeing a lot of this and we, we, we work with quite a few uh, SaaS businesses where they're maybe you know, going for Series A or have just been Series A funded. Um, you know, they've maybe had in you know, another platform, we'll not name any names, and, and it's, not, it's not helped growth. Okay. Um, and we, we've come in with that, that whole kind of RevOps, if you like, top, top to bottom of the funnel, spin the flywheel. Yeah. Um, and, and build a process for them that, that they can see, and they can see by by going through that 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 kind of revops process, if you like, then they can see why the software will work, yeah. because there's a process there to drive it. It's not just a place to dump your data, update your forecast ten minutes before a sales meeting, you know, or and, and hit people over the head with with pipeline metrics. It's actually a platform that that's going to help execute. It's going to help, you know, provide insight as to where, where to focus, and it will, of course, of course, help the, the exec team uh, uh, report. So, we've our, our, our niches would, would typically be in, in tech and 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 SaaS, and we've got a lot of work in, in the uh, the funded uh, SaaS space, and uh, and also in the professional services market as well. Um, my, my business partner was a a CA uh, for for many years. Nice. Uh, chartered accountant, so uh, helping helping bring uh, those professional services firms that are maybe a bit more laggard in terms of sales as, and marketing as a as a joined up process. Then we've got a we've got a great story to tell there too. Absolutely, I sounds like I, I couldn't agree more with about the um, about the professional services. I've I've like I mean it's a big industry in Ireland anyway. I know a lot of people that work in kind of SMB. Uh, uh, professional services and it's really you know if i was saying like if if you if you tried to be a little bit more marketing a little bit more salesy like you have no competition no one's out there to, it's very yeah. it's wide yeah. open you know i think yeah. i think yeah. there's so many opportunities there to implement something like hubspot but uh, we'll leave that chat for another day uh it's, it's been um great to have a chat with you here on the dublin uh, the Dubspot Partner Podcast. I've got to get that right now. Uh, but uh, uh, Neil Richie, thanks very much for coming on. Yeah, thanks, Luke. It's been, been great to chat to you. And uh, yeah, look forward to, to chatting again.